Welcome to the Clamor Tech News Roundup. If you like what you hear, you can get an even better experience by downloading the Clamor app on your iPhone or visiting Clamor.com. Also, support us with a positive review and email us anytime. Without further ado, here's your Tech News Roundup. Clamor on! Microsoft has announced that Microsoft Office 2016 will be broadly available on September 22nd, and Office customers with volume licensing agreements will be able to download it on October 1st. Google has launched its Android Pay payment platform to rival Apple and Samsung, allowing consumers to make purchases with NFC tech, as well as pay for in-app purchases on Android devices, and will be supported at major names like McDonald's, Best Buy, Macy's, Whole Foods, Toys R Us, and more. IBM is continuing to add to its cloud services business by acquiring startup Strongloop, who build application development software for enterprises using Node.js JavaScript language. Lab Supplies Marketplace Quartzy will now be officially deployed in labs across the campus at Stanford, who used it often already, to save the university money on lab supplies. Twitter has announced its live streaming app Periscope has an update rolling out today that will include new support for broadcasting and watching streams on mobile in landscape mode and fixing a glitch that had users stuck watching videos sideways. While Netflix refuses to move into the field of offline downloads, plenty of competitors are jumping into the space, including Japan's Rakuten, who is launching an offline feature in Europe. A new flurry report shows that users tend to spend more time on apps now than actual TV, which compounds the problem traditional cable TV providers have had in recent months, as well as bode well for companies like Apple who are banking on Apple TV revolutionizing the field. Okta, best known for cloud identity management, has introduced a new MFA called the Adaptive MFA, using intelligence and a rules engine to determine if it's necessary to ask for a second form of ID. Curatum is a new mobile app that posits itself as a men's lifestyle e-commerce platform using experts in fields of fashion, furniture, books, arts, accessories, and lifestyle to curate a single item for users each day. Gigabit fiber and broadband services company Wave Broadband has bought out Layer 42 Networks, who provide businesses with internet collocation and data support, in a deal with an undisclosed sum. In anticipation of their annual Dreamforce user conference, Salesforce has already dropped the Salesforce App Cloud today, an offshoot of the Salesforce One platform designed just for enterprise users. Amazon is doubling down against Apple after the Apple TV debut yesterday, and it looks to prove it with a possible new Fire TV coming soon that will feature a micro SD card along with Bluetooth connectivity, Ethernet and USB ports, and possibly gaming and 4K focuses as well. CartoDB is a mapping software startup that helps conservationists by tracking deforestation on a data map, among many other products, and has announced a new $23 million funding to bring these visualization tools to the public and business sectors. Plytix, an analytics company built for brands to track performance across multiple web shops, has just gained a 500,000 euro seed round of funding to continue building an image-based products analytic engine. Mobile advertising is continuing to consolidate after AOL picked up Millennial Media last week, 
as IronSource, a mobile app distribution and promotion specialist, has merged with Supersonic Ads, a mobile ad company for in-game and in-app ads. Unified, whose customers include Tesla, Lenovo, and Toyota, have raised a $30 million Series B round of funding, plus a $10 million credit facility from Silicon Valley Bank, with funding led by iHeartMedia. Uber is working with authorities in India to grow its business, today announcing a memorandum of understanding with the government of Tamil Nadu, which it says gives it the ability to create 30,000 new jobs for drivers. Alternative lending startup Fundbox has raised even more cash just six months after landing a $40 million Series B. They are back with another $50 million in funding, which they say will help small businesses have the immediate cash needed to stay afloat. The Chinese economy is still feeling the effects of its recent meltdown, and this includes major companies like Alibaba, who have lowered its sales estimate after share prices dropped 20% over the last month. UK startup Big Data for Humans, which offers a free data science as a service for the travel and retail sectors, has raised $1.2 million in a round led by EC1 Capital. As Star Wars merchandise hits the shelves, one fan went a step farther. He contracted Richard Riley at Tom Spina Designs to build a Millennium Falcon coffee table, complete with asteroids and a TIE fighter on its tail. Staples is teaming up with Sculptio on a new online 3D printing platform. You'll be able to upload your designs or choose from a collection of pre-designed models before adding text or images, selecting from different materials, and more. The new service is scheduled to go live worldwide next week. A suspicious package found in downtown San Francisco Wednesday morning prompted street closure for two hours in an area that's home to many startups and the headquarters for Twitter. After inspection, the package turned out not to be dangerous. El Capitan, the next version of OS X, will be released to the public on September 30th. Even better, it will be free for OS X users with compatible machines. Google is catching up to the times. Gmail has started rolling out a new feature to Inbox, adding empty trash and spam now buttons in their respective folders. Cybersecurity company Palo Alto Networks reported its strongest revenue growth in 10 quarters and forecast better-than-expected growth in the current quarter as governments and companies spend more to protect themselves from cyber attacks. Washington State University has developed a metallic conductor that can stretch to twice its length, and it's cheap to make. It's an attractive proposition for flexible electronics. Dell-owned PC maker Alienware is promising free upgrades if you bought one of its updated portables, those introduced on August 27th. And the new Skylake processors reached the relevant Alienware line within 30 days. Yesterday, Apple unveiled new iPhones, the plus-sized iPad Pro, and an all-new Siri-powered Apple TV, flexing its artificial intelligence muscles with the voice-activated search function in the new Apple TV service. In a burial chamber deep within a South African cave system, a team of scientists have discovered 15 partial skeletons of a completely new human-like species. The fossils could date back as far as 3 million years. Joining the ranks of Tupac, Selena, Liberace, and Michael Jackson, Billy Holiday's hologram is slated to play the Apollo over the holidays. Holiday, despite now widely considered one of the most influential jazz and pop vocalists in history, died destitute in 1959. 
The New York Times executive editor says it's his job to encourage the newsroom to produce more pieces like its August story on Amazon's workplace practices, a tome-length feature rich with employee anecdotes that describe the tech company as a pressure-filled panopticon. A new hybrid solar cell converts unused light into heat to boost its efficiency by 20%. The device manages a voltage that's five times higher than other comparable hybrid systems. Fallout 4 developer Bethesda has a season pass for add-on content. 30 bucks for all of the DLC they ever do. The new packs will start rolling out next year. On Wednesday evening, California's Governor Jerry Brown vetoed a bill that would have banned unmanned vehicles from flying 350 feet above property without express consent of property owners. Tech companies who wanted to use drones for deliveries see it as a win. More fallout from the Hey Siri event was an announcement of price cuts to older model iPhones, including dropping the iPhone 6 price to just $99 and the iPhone 6 Plus to $199, all while making iPhone 5S free and discontinuing the iPhone 5C. According to Apple CEO Tim Cook, Apple TV is the future of television, and a lot of it is tied into the new motion-controlled remote. The touchpad handheld remote that doubles as a gaming controller seems to be a key piece of the Apple strategy moving forward. As part of the major announcement by Apple today, the company announced tvOS, a new operating system designed just for the Apple TV, and will work with Apple's Xcode IDE. Facebook Messenger will be coming to the Apple Watch via its own app soon and will allow users to have conversations, share location, send stickers, and other files. Uber is going to make traveling abroad easier as it has announced a partnership with language learning platform Duolingo to help English-speaking riders in countries where their drivers don't speak English, beginning in Colombia. Apple Watch OS 2 will be launching on September 16th and will include support for native apps, watch faces, better complications, and a lot more. The new faces are going to allow users to customize the device using content from photo, photo album, and time-lapse. AMD has announced it will be creating a standalone separate division named Radeon Technology Group to handle the graphics chip business, led by Raja Kaduri, a graphics expert who has been with AMD for quite some time. BitTorrent has updated its file synchronization service for the desktop to version 2.2 and adds some big changes including removing the 10-folder limit in its free version of Sync and dropping the pro price from annual to a one-time $40 fee. The massively popular adult entertainment website YouPorn has released a few details about some of its users today, noting that gamers represent around 200,000 of the 20 million who visit the site daily and that 51% of them are PlayStation users with 39 Xbox and 10% Nintendo. Social listening, the use of technology to find out when someone is talking about you online, just got a boost today as Synthesio announced a new partnership with Hootsuite one of the most prevalent social media management companies in the world. Samsung and Marriott Hotels have ramped up on an agreement to bring technology to Marriott's guests by testing V-Room service over a two-week period in New York and London, creating an in-room virtual reality travel experience. The identity of the international phenomenon pirating program Popcorn Time has finally gone public, revealing himself to be a 29-year-old Argentinian designer named Frederico Abad.
Today, the CEO of Uber announced that the company will be giving away $5.5 million to Carnegie Mellon University to support a new robotics faculty share and three fellowships. Google is building on its game data analytics tool set by giving more options to its partners. With over a 90% share on Android, Google is already the leader by a wide margin in the app analytics space, sparking the update to the player analytics tools in the Google Play Games dashboard coming soon. Box, a cloud file sharing company, announced today that it has generated $33.1 million loss on $73.5 million in revenue for the second quarter, beating the $60.81 million loss that analysts were expecting. Thanks for joining us on the Clamor Tech News Roundup. You can get an even better experience by downloading the Clamor app, where you can save, expand, and skip around between highlights. Visit Clamor.com. That's C-L-A-M-M-R. No vowel at the end.